Today on the Aloha Friday podcast, we speak to Rhea and learn about her destiny card reading system and how it's affected Naomi throughout her life, predicted every major event that's happened to her through her lifetime. Welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast, coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know, from current events to how they got to where they are to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen. Aloha. I just want to be able to announce that we were doing this today, and I don't Pacific Edge's um, live because I had like 200 people following the story on that and on mine. So um, wow, 200 people. Yes. That's so great. this morning I had a, I have a hundred. There's a hundred that started with me in the morning, and throughout the day it's been like shifts of 50 people switching out throughout the day. And then on my personal, I've had over 200 following me. Um, <laughs> wow. So that's why I said, okay, we need to get you guys up on this at least so I announce it, and at least that I yeah. can show it. Um, well, why don't you introduce Rhea to everybody? My name is Marcus Landsberg. This is the Aloha Friday podcast. We started without any introduction, but that's okay. Let's dive right in. <laughs> um, Naomi, tell us who Rhea is. I know a little bit, but why don't you tell everybody who's listening? Okay. So Rhea has been a consultant, I would say. She's a really good friend. Um, because she has a spiritual intuition that it works strangely, very accurately. And I didn't quite believe, I didn't quite believe it all until it had been a few years and she was very consistent at, um, kind of piecing together parts of my life that I really needed to hear. And so she has a system and I'm going to let her explain cause she's really good at it. And it's, um, mm-hmm. it's called a destiny card reading, um, that she's kind of created special for her system that she presents. And I've never met anyone else who's done this. I've been to a lot of different guides and she's very unique. Well, thank Rhea, you. Do you want to start talking? Yeah. I <laughs> want to say that I didn't. And, and, and thank you for that lovely introduction. I did not in any, by any stretch of the imagination, uh, create this system. It's actually quite an ancient system. It said that um, it, it came from ancient Egypt. You know, there's no, it, it's so ancient actually that nobody really knows, but there's, it says that it came from ancient Egypt. Uh, there's, you know, indications of it in various cultures. Uh, it is a, an amazing guide. I mean, I, when I discovered it, it was kind of like, how could I have lived my life without this information all this time? Um, it, our playing card deck, which, you know, I like to say to people for your entire life, you had a playing card, a deck of cards thrown in a drawer somewhere in your house, you know, in the junk sure. drawer or somewhere, you know, Absolutely. and, uh, and, and those 52 cards were never explained to you. I actually, when I sit with a person and I'm doing a reading, I have a deck of cards that I've bound. So it's like a book. And it's actually called in one of the names of the, our deck of cards. And I'm talking about a 52-card deck of playing cards that we're all familiar with. It's called the Little Book of Secrets. And it holds ancient knowledge. Now, you know, just to get that idea out of anybody's mind, no, 2,000 years ago, you couldn't go down the longs and get a deck of cards. But the symbols, <laughs> hearts, clubs, diamonds, and spades, and the numbers 1 through 13, you know, ace is 1, and the king of each suit 
uh, is the number 13. These numbers and symbols are somehow keyed into our biology or our DNA. I mean, it gets really deep when I go into it, but it's also a wonderful system of divination. Um, it, 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 it tells us so much year by year. I have a book, it's called the... Um, um, spread sets in every year of our lives from zero from the year we're born through 90 plus the cards are laid out in this specific way uh, on these charts and that's what I do my reading from I'm interpreting the charts um, so it's just a layout you know seven rows of seven and on top uh, seven rows of seven of course is 49 50 51 52 uh, the three cards on top make it the 52 and wherever you're falling in that year the year of your age, then that tells you a lot about the destiny for the year. And it's just invaluable information. You can ask me a question. It now. is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit creepy, I have to admit. Uh, if you wanted to give really? her a birthday, yes, if you're not used to it, if you're not used to it, it can feel a little creepy because um, it's so accurate. It's so. And at the same time, it's really general information because when I first met the system, it's kind of like, how can this work for everybody who's born on a certain day has the same destiny path? You know, I can get 10 people with the same birth date and they have the same destiny path. And that's true. It's just that everybody's expression, their individual expression is the same, but the tone, or, or I call it the influence of the year and the influence of these periods because the year is divided into seven 52 day periods. And so I have a reading for each one of those periods. And then there's a set of cards that are called the, I call them the themes or the main themes or the significators, the long range Pluto result environment and displacement. And when you put that all together, you have a map for your year and it tells you when to move forward, when to hold back, when real estate is going to sell, when it's not going to sell, when you, your job is going to be over, when, uh, when, when it's time to marry, when it's time to divorce. I mean, it tells a lot of stuff and that's why it, it can seem kind of creepy, but my goodness, when you know these things, it's so much better than not knowing. Let me tell you. And I'm I, you know, I'm very outspoken about it because I've learned not to beat around the bush. People want to know what, you know, they come to me because they want to know. Uh, and at the same time, I'm very gentle and very, um, I take care of my people. I really take care of my people. <laughs> I mean, there's no way we could just talk about talking about it, right? Like if we're going to talk about this, you have to tell Naomi what she's supposed to do this afternoon or whatever, well, how this works. I mean, can you text more, her the birth date or is that something we can do or is that not possible? She, she already has. So she has done my reading uh, every year since I was 22. It's been 10 years. <laughs> wow. Really so wonderful. And this is why I brought her here because she told me I was going to have okay. each child when it was coming, but I didn't want to. Oh my goodness. So clear. Well, tell anymore. Naomi if she's having another kid soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think she we've already me. discussed she, this she, for this year. It's more of, at this point, it's more of a warning. Yes. <laughs> I like so, to say, word you, to the wise. This is a year when you can get pregnant, so word to the wise. Uh, wink, wink, you know. <laughs> and our audience now understands why you moved to Maui while your husband has a long-term contract. <laughs> there you go. Ottawa. Okay. Never mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is where <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Um, she has said things like, for example... 
Um, she said when I first did my reading with her that there would be a beautiful present that would come at the end of November early or, or throughout December. It'd be between November and January. I'd be given a gift that first year that I met her. And it was going to be a gift that was going to repay me in feminine blessings, 10 times my karmic uh, d- good doings. And I thought, what wow. the hell does that mean? And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what is that? I mean? probably said that too. You know, I mean, because did, really, right? well, I'm I'm yes. speaking what I'm getting as I'm looking at this page of a, a layout of cards. So people and come by and say, "Remember when you told me?" It's kind of like, "No, I don't." What you got the recording? Let me hear it. Go ahead. Yes. So I <laughs> do have tell recording, <laughs> and it was my baby girl, my baby girl, my first wow. born that year in December. And you know what's ironic? So this is what was really, I think, the creepy story is that. Um, my husband, McCunny at the time, didn't quite believe it either. And he wanted to hear because he listened into what I was saying. And when I let him hear the recording, I was just astounded. And he was so intrigued that he also wanted to see and wanted to hear. Now, he walked out in the middle of his reading and he Indeed. made an excuse about work. Yes, I don't even know if you remember, but it's the only time that yeah, actually went to Rhea by herself. Yes. And I, for some reason, just knew that whatever he heard on that on her on her reading for that year must have scared him, so that he like didn't. Interesting. Tell me and you know what it was? She straight out said in the recording when I finally got hold of the CD. It was months later, and it happened to be the day that I found out I was pregnant with my first. I had actually just look, just taken out the P test and it said positive. And here she calls me that day. I literally just prayed. I said, God, give me signs. If I'm going to keep oh this child, gosh. you better make it really fucking obvious because I was ready to say goodbye. <laughs> she calls me within the hour, within the hour. She called me. She goes, Oh, I finally have McCunny's reading on a recording. Did you want it? I said, yes. <laughs> and she says, Oh, well, it, you know, maybe I'll just tell you what it says right now. I have a feeling I should tell you he's going to have a baby girl in December. And I said, no shit. <laughs> because here I just am She's holding like, in my really mind. really right yes and here she had already said that I was going to have a baby girl and I indeed had a baby girl and she is such a blessing I mean she's never that... ever been a problem she's been the sweetheart she has been just astounding and in so many ways blessed my life now she also said um, I can only said, imagine how much trouble that would have been had you not already taken the pregnancy test and she called oh you my to say, God. you know, your exactly. you know, your husband's having a baby. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Just Mark, Mark, you're such uh-huh. a troublemaker. Oh my God. Oh yes. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> my role on the show. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, well, there's a lot of things like this that have come up where, you know, she'd say something on my chart and then McCunny would freak out and say, what does that mean? And then it would come up in his chart and I'd say, see, it's not just me. It's you too. Like we obviously have the same thing going on. And she has been so accurate, but in such strange ways. So it's been things like, um, there is a, uh, an energy that's coming or there's an experience that's going to happen, or you're going to meet someone and it's not very specific. And then that day comes where I am, meeting that person and I'm saying, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So one time it was a doctor. She told me that there's a doctor or physician or somebody that is not quite um, doing the best for you and your interest. And I thought, Oh goodness, great. What is this? I'm going to have, you know, something wrong wow. with me. I thought it was wrong with me and no, it was my child. Um, my son 
or my, my daughter and my son, they had cavities and, and um, the dentist I've been going to had said that mm. we either were going to let them rot out, let them rot what? out, there was nothing, yes, or he mm. wanted to cap the front teeth with metal, which I said, oh, oh my God, God, no, I'm not going to do that at two years old. Oh. So I went searching for dentists and it took me about three months to find somebody who would treat my children with all natural remedies and only use porcelain white fillings. I would not um, use metal in the front two teeth. And let I mean, them I rot out. Yes. And, but you know, what's so crazy is that. Um, what's the point of having a dentist? I could tell it, you that. Uh, no, he wasn't the only one. There was like three dentists that told me that because they don't do um, they don't have a lot of dentists in Hawaii that perform white porcelain or um, natural fillings. A lot of them do metal. That's what they're trained to do. So, yes, it was an interesting. It was an interesting time. I have her recordings that I keep with me, but I don't always listen to them. Of course, I'm not obsessed for every day. I'm listening to, you know, what is this month and what's going on. But everybody the- believes you. No, we believe you. <laughs> but throughout, say it again. Right throughout the years, there's been times like this where I was like, "God, I why didn't that come up in my reading? Um, all this stress, all these three months of me searching for something better than what the the three dentists are telling me." And I went back and I listened, and I went, "Oh my gosh, she did tell me." She said it was going to be a physician or some sort of medical problem, and that it was going to be a doctor of some kind. And here I wasn't putting two together that a doctor, a dentist, it's very similar. It's almost the same, right? They're just different fields, but it is well, very it's a doctor accurate. dentistry. That's what DDS yes, is. Right? Yes. Yeah. But in my mind, I was thinking body. So I wasn't looking for the same um, warning, right? I wasn't really quite clear on what mm. I was looking for. And mm. so those are the kind of things that I've noticed that have happened with her, where she said, okay, so- this is going on. Right. You just have to so pay is, attention. is this one of those things you can only see in retrospect? Like you can only, is someone writing? Cause I swear I hear something like scribbling on the microphone. If someone, no, really, not at all. I might maybe moving my head, but I, I don't think so. It, it's not, it's not retrospect. What I do when the, the best time for a person to come is right around their birthday, because your birthday is the beginning of your new year. So on that okay. day, or that time, I can give you a reading for the year. I call it the update for, for that year. And what I'm doing is I'm laying out all the energies that are available to you from your birthday until the day before your next birthday next year. So I'm basically giving you a map for the whole year, what you can expect. Um, I did a reading for someone last night who has these great energies for the whole year, but in a few days, he's going to start his Venus period, the second period of the year, which is generally really good. And he's got a lot of creative energy and all this wonderful stuff happening. But in his Venus period, he has this card, which brings, it shows that there's going to be the very strong potential of difficulties having to do with work and health work and health. So that means during that 52 day period, you are already alerted that something could come up. You want to be extra careful. You want to make sure for me, it's all about taking care of yourself. It's about having that information for, to take care of yourself, Uh, eat well, make sure you get enough rest. Don't do too much drinking or partying because you could just get knocked out by something just because there's that influence or that we could call it a weakness or that energy for that 52, 52, 52 day period. And when it's over, 
you got something else happening. But during that time, just be cautious about it. For At, at the same time, during uh, the following period, he's got two of the most powerful cards that you could have as far as business, creating a business, starting a new business, making money. And then one of them, there's the warning of don't overspend, though. Because here, you know, that's the, that's the potential that could happen. You've got all this great energy for starting business, for moving forward, for expanding a business, for owning a business. But then you could also get yourself in a lot of trouble because you'll have an impulse to overspend. You want to tell me that this is not incredibly valuable information for any person? I'm just saying. <laughs> I I tickle myself. So every day of the year is associated with a specific card from each card from from the 52 cards of the day. Every day, every birthday has a card. Uh, The 31st of December is the only one that there's no one of those cards. It's ruled by the Joker. And that's the only day that you can't really read. You could read. It's like a combination of the last day of the year and the first day of the new year. Um, there's different numbers of cards all through the year. It's a very mathematical layout. For example, the King of Spades, the most powerful card in the deck, only shows up on January 1st. It's very fascinating. There's only one mm-hmm. King of Spades. Uh, and then there's the card, the Two of Diamonds, which yesterday was a Two of Diamonds day. Today is an Ace of Diamonds day, Miss Naomi, interestingly enough, that mm-hmm. we're doing this on your card day. But um, the Two of Diamonds... So- Go, go, no, go ahead. One day every month, you know, every month there's a two of diamonds, uh, and and so it, it's it's a it's a very mathematical layout. You know, we don't have any ability to see things, but I could show you the mathematical layout of what cards show up when during the year. So when you're for your personal card of the day, there's a meaning for that, and then there's a layout of twelve cards that go again in this specific pattern that tell you about your whole life path. And then on top of that, after your life path is like, I call it the background program. It's always operating back there, whether you're aware of it or not. And then, as I said, on your birthday, you get a layout for the year. And that's really what you work with. You really play and work with your layout of the year consciously to make the most and the best of your your destiny reading and your destiny path. So Naomi's special card is the Ace of Diamonds? Yes, sir. And what is the day and month of your birth, Mark? I'm not going to say that. Oh, you don't want people sending you cards and flowers and whatnot? You don't have to tell me the year. I just need the day and month to tell you your card. But that's um, okay. Whatever um, you say. Next question. She's dead. <laughs> no, something happened with the audio. What happened? Oh, okay. You so much didn't want to if, hear that information. <laughs> Yes, if you don't want to share, that's okay. We can we can work off of mine. I'm pretty open, but um, yeah, you can text her secretly if you would like to later. Um, she's very accurate. So I've had her do my dad, my husband. She has just done one of my really good friends' um, chart, and my friend was blown away at how accurate she was on intimate things happening in the relationship that she hasn't told anyone but me, and. Um, she called me after and she said I cried all night, not because she was wow. upset, but because she was just in awe at the release of knowing that this was something. The relief um, that what she was thinking yes. and what she was feeling was the right direction for her. And also, I'd like to say, you know, from a humble point of view, may I say that my reading for your father was instrumental in you coming together and having this incredible healing. 
I mean, I'm so humbled by this kind of thing that I've been able to be this person in people's lives for the last 24 years. Um, but I, I just, she, she became a therapist without knowing that's what she was going to be. My, my degree is in psychology, but I thought I didn't want to do that. And interestingly (laughs) enough, this system is a combination of psychology, numerology, and astrology. So all of those things are included in the cards of destiny system. Beautiful system. So I do, I do want to touch on some things that, okay, for the, for the non-believer, because there's many skeptical. Most of my friends are at some point skeptical, right? Um, they don't quite want to believe everything is charted for them. And that's not the case. People should be skeptical. There are, right? And so what yeah, and question everything here is that, <laughs> yes, and, and that you have, you have the power to choose what to do with what's given to you is kind of what the idea is here. That if you... If you understand the the na- like what nature is doing, right? You if you watch the tides is what I, this is what I understand from Rhea. If you watch the tides, if you pay okay. attention to the moon cycle, you kind of see there's a pattern that is continuously going to happen. So instead of fighting the pattern, how about you work with the pattern? You don't do things on certain days, and you you know there's some days that you're just um, like the moon is going to be full. It's going to pull the water more. It's gonna it's going to swell. Uh, bodies more that is not the day to do your most beautiful photo shoot right or (laughs) there you go I mean those are right those are the kind of (laughs) things that you can learn or that is the day that you want to fish there's a reason that these ancient practices worked around patterns of the moon and they worked on patterns in nature so what she was you know tapping into is there's patterns in life and the way that we're born and the way that we're living there is a system there's like a continuous cycle that we kind of have these ups and downs that happen just and like the seasons me when i met yes and, when and she, the when moon phases it's all cycles and patterns yeah most people are having their breakdown i think you told me around 28 29 30 because that is when they return to saturn and saturn return is something that for people who are not aware of what astrology or what you know, ancient readings or cards are, that is usually the time that your life feels chaotic or in disarray. And she said that, I remember this specifically, that most people around age 30 or right before, right after, start to feel like a change or a pull. They need to figure themselves out. And that's when most of her clients will come to her. Is that right? It's it's so interesting. Um, I have many people who come to me before that, after that, but what happens in the course of the year, I think this is what you're referring to right now. I do want to talk about the Saturn return a little bit. because it's such a dramatic change for all of us and all of us go through it. But what I said, what I said, which always, I mean, I wish I had kept statistics, people who I've never seen before, or even people that maybe they had a few readings for me and then I didn't hear from them for five years. And then they come back and they have to have a reading. It, it's the percentage of time that they come to me during the actual Saturn period of their year is mind blowing. Because it's the most wow. challenging. It's the most, you know, the, it's about duty, responsibility, burden. We have to put our head down and put our heads down and get the work done. And that's because Saturn in our reality as a construct, if you will, is about building foundation. And you don't feel 
build foundation while you're at party and having a great time and expanding and going, you know, throwing your energy all over the place. It's about focus, keeping your kind of nose to the grindstone, getting the job done. A great example for me in my own life is that my Saturday period encompasses the entire Christmas holiday season. And so all my life, I'm the you know, eldest of seven children. All of my sisters and wow. brothers would get toys and dolls and bicycles. And I would, and I'm not, I, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but only slightly. I would get a lump of coal. <laughs> I was the eldest. I didn't need it. You know, they had, seriously, that's what it felt like to me. And I learned to just stiff up her lip and, okay, it's the little kids. And I mean, the little kids were like 14 months younger than me, please. Anyway, so when I learned finally that that Christmas is during my Saturn period, my Saturn period starts on December 18th <laughs> and lasts until February 9th or something, uh, I, then it all made perfect sense because that's the time for me to pull my energy in and just get the work done and suck it up and, you know, gather, gather my uh, resources, gather my knowledge and information, not be, uh, you know, like kind of feeling sorry for myself, just do the job. And every year that shows up. And so I just kind of gird up my proverbial loins, if you will, get the work done. And it's not that during that 52 days, there never will be any fun. It's not like that. It's just, gotcha. it's actually so much fun because you don't expect any fun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> every card symbolizes and embodies different realms of expression. Every person's birth card is an expression of the soul. It tells who you are for the whole lifetime. And there's a high and the low, a positive and a negative to each card. And so when you know these things, you it allows you to light, live your life from a conscious perspective rather than just kind of bumbling through unconsciously. And I find the tool invaluable. So maybe to explain, could you describe my card, the Ace of Diamonds? What is it that the Ace of Diamonds person is usually going through in life? Or what is their life <laughs> the, mission? And the so whole... that people have a better understanding. Okay. Well, you, the Ace of Diamonds is called Imagination in Action. Uh, it's a card. Uh, all aces, first of all, if you want to understand, let's take it from that as a number. It's a number one. It's me. I. The Ace of Diamonds desires for itself, and diamonds are values, money, uh, that which we, we, we make valuable in our lives. And so that's what the Ace of Diamonds is interested in. Aces are strong and ambitious and creative and leadership-oriented. They're passionate people. They're determined. They're going to move it forward. Uh, they can be, when in the lower aspect, they can be selfish. They can be impatient. They can be impulsive and aggressive. But, you know, I'm always encouraging that high side. Always. And so and the the uh, um, the diamond suited person, as I said, is really looking for things that have to do with money or with values or um, things that are about the harvest, about bringing bringing towards them. They desire the things that are the, the harvest of life. Uh, spiritual and material values with the harvest of life. And so the Ace of Diamonds specifically are, again, they're ambitious, they're energetic, they're passionate, they're persuasive. They want both. Ace of Diamonds is an interesting card, and it most Aces just want what they want in their suit. Money, values, let's move it forward. But the Ace of Diamonds actually secretly wants love and money, and that's because of other uh, yes. things that, that are connected with love. and it's not it doesn't have to be secret but you know it's behind if you look at it straight on ace of diamonds i want money but it's not like that ace of diamonds is not going to be satisfied until it has both 
Um, well, you just described me to the audience. So for them who didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know that I needed to. They, they like to dream. They like to fantasize. They're visionaries. They look into the future. They are looking to enhance the quality of life for everyone around them. They really don't have a lot of time for um, what I would call foolishness. You know, there are other bullshit? cards. In, I don't have yeah. that for bullshit. Yes, <laughs> At all. You know, you, no. got, you, you want to move it forward. You want to know, okay, what was that? Okay, is this relevant to what we're doing? And is this going to move everybody forward? Okay, please move out of my way. I have work to do. That kind of thing. Yeah. You're here to enhance the quality of life. You're youthful, ambitious, good-hearted. You know, you'll you'll take everybody in in, in the sense of wanting to – uh, add to their lives, but if they're not adding to their own lives, you just move them out of your way. You don't have time again for it. You can call it bullshit, I suppose. Um, but it's really about your, 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 you want to run with the people who are moving forward. You, 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 you move quickly. Uh, everybody can't keep up with you, and that's just the way it is. Um, you like interacting with people. You like to share your ideas, your inventions. You're restless. You want to move forward. You're highly perceptive. You really yourself are quite intuitive, quite creative, quite uh, restless in so many ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you have to remember not you have to move too fast. You want to make sure you're listening to people, but the people who get you to listen to them, they really must have substance or you have moved on. Uh, um, it's really good for you to, to, you know, find your stillness. So things like Tai Chi and meditation, spending time walking in nature, these are all good things for you because your system, especially your, you know, I know you as an Aries as well, you know, you're... And so, you know, you have to find the ways to balance. And these are all kinds of bits of information that life doesn't necessarily teach us. For me, it's like using this information to live the best possible life that you can live based on the hand that you've been dealt, if you will allow that metaphor. Um, yeah, you're here to communicate. You're here to, to open up worlds for people so that they see things in a more expanded way. And uh, then, you know, show them, suggest ways that they can move forward. And as I said, if, if they can't hear it, you're off to the, the next um, beautiful thing that you're going to embrace and conquer. Or, yeah. Thank you. I think that was quite accurate, Mark. So there you go. You got my full life right there. What? <laughs> I mean, she was 100% about what you want is love and money. <laughs> How's that board with that? <laughs> yes, absolutely together. So what's interesting is that she said that many times in my readings that she was like, you will not be successful until you have both. You 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 don't find success unless you have both. And I agree. I'm not. But that's I'm, successful to you as well. You know, no matter how if you racked up a whole bunch on one side, if you had the whole family, but you didn't have business or you had a thriving business, but you didn't have love, you, you're not successful to yourself. Yes. It's, other it's people true. in the world would look at you and say, oh, my God, she has everything, but not for you. No, Not it's very true. I yeah, need to have yeah. both and it needs to be balanced and it needs to be equal. Absolutely. Yes. Well, yeah, and you're such a strong, happy. yeah, and you're such a strong person that, you know, you have to have, um, your mate has to be really just let you run, just let you do your thing, just let you create the, and you're ready to create new worlds. And if anybody's standing in your way, you don't really have the time or energy for that. Life is way too short. 
And so I guess, you know, when you, when people say something like this is scary, it's because they don't want to take that responsibility. They don't want to take that level of, okay, now I know what my destiny is and I've just got to work it rather than being um, uh, limited by a family ideas or uh, this is the way you should do it because it's always been done this way or religion or anything like that. You have to run with your own destiny. That's what we're here for. We're here to live our individual destinies collectively. We're here to love one another and we're here to uh, be the most profound and expanded experience of being a human being as we possibly can. And we don't get a lot of training for that. And so, so, that so being I'm said, here telling you to train? go for it, go for it. Pardon? I appreciate you saying to go for it. That's beautiful. Right? Go so, for and, it, and baby. <laughs> so I appreciate close, your... How did you... I love it. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just going to say I appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate you telling us what Naomi needs in her life. I appreciate you offering. <laughs> I appreciate you offering to tell my future. And be, uh, I didn't offer to tell your future. Well, I was just going to tell you a destiny. tiny, tiny bit about your card specifically. So no, you, I'm, there's no forcing here. Everyone no, comes no, no, to be out of choice, darling. <laughs> of course, of course. I'm, I yeah, wouldn't suggest anything yeah. otherwise. Yeah. And uh, thank you for your time. If someone wants to reach you or someone wants to get a, a reading, do you have a way to contact you? Is there something we can include uh, at the bottom of the podcast? Can. Or yes, you the last can. time you we can. did, the person said no; they're not allowed to call the person. So I <laughs> have something. Oh no! I'll give you. I'll give you an email address. That's really the best way. All right, and I'll put that underneath the uh, podcast information so anybody can see it at the time. Okay. Shall I put it in right now? In this yes, input please. your message thing here on my on my futuristic phone. <laughs> you can do that or you just send it to Naomi later and we'll type it in. Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. Well, this Thank is awesome, Ray. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for spending this evening with us. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Have a good night, no, Mark. Thank you. Whatever. Hey, you too. You Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 